Okay, so welcome to another episode of Alchemy with Asia Z. And instead of coming at your neck with all of my drama or in the middle of it, I actually said that before I started speaking. <laughs> we don't follow rules, though. That's the cool thing about art. I really don't. We don't have to do shit. We don't have to have an intro if we don't want one. I, you know, it just doesn't happen that way. But anyway, I'm on the phone with my sister. Layla, you know, the one who talks about astrology and stuff. And she sent me something on um, Facebook about Scorpios and and trauma. Sexuality. Sexuality. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, I'm going to start teaching y'all all all about astrology when y'all listen to me. Okay. So anyway, um, the eighth house, there are 12 houses in the Zodiac. The eighth house represents, um, it's ruled by Scorpio and it represents sex, occult, which occult is just specialized knowledge. It's hidden knowledge. So occult, even though we were taught that it meant evil or something, it literally means knowledge you have to go look for. It's not just out there for you to get. That's what occult means. So it rules um, the occult. It rules sex. It rules taxes. And it rules other people's money, right? I think so. But, um, that's what I gather. So anyway, what were you saying about the eighth house and sec- Scorpios and sexual trauma? I was saying that, yeah, they say always associate Scorpio and sex with Scorpio, they were saying in this post I take you in, that Virgo sun, moon rising, and Gemini sun, moon rising, or some of the more sexual signs. And then I heard Mars and Taurus is the, like, I was looking, I was, (laughs) don't laugh at me, y'all. I was trying to figure out what makes people, somebody a nympho, right, what would make somebody a nympho, and it was like, there are two or three zodiac signs, but Mars and Taurus and Mars and Scorpio stood out. Um, we'll we'll talk about why I looked that up later. But <laughs> what um, say Virgo Mercury, but it's like how to make you so nasty with sexual beings. Virgo Mercury is the way we process and communicate information. So Virgo wants that to be perfect. So I don't I don't know how that will fall into that, but it's it's got to be something. And then Gemini, I didn't, I didn't see Gemini being so sexual. Okay, so a Gemini rising. A or heaven. Let's see. For a Gemini rising, I'm going to see which house would, where, what would be their eighth house ruler. Natural, uh, the natural eighth house ruler is Scorpio. But for a Gemini rising, Capricorn would, would rule the eighth house. So it would bring that type of energy to the eighth house. Capricorn is the goat. It's known for persistence and going hard, working hard. So that make that makes it make sense, right? Because they might go they hard in the bedroom. They might go hard it's for sex. Nasty, nasty, nasty. It's human nature. Don't be on here talking about it's nasty. <laughs> it's it's nasty to talk about it with everybody because it is a private thing. But it's not. there's nothing nasty about it unless it's not it's safe. Like, it's only nasty it's when it's not safe. But that brings me to the whole point of this situation. A lot of times it's not necessarily sexual trauma. It's, it's our hearts be broken and we don't know fuck. We don't know love. And in this world, in this society, we correlate love and sex. We think it goes hand in hand it's when intimacy. Yeah, because it's intimate. We think that intimacy is only getting sticking and getting jabbed. We don't understand that intimacy is actually what we're doing right now. This is very intimate. To sit here and talk about sex is intimate. To be in a um, to be in a one on one conversation is intimate. To talk about how we feel is that's intimate. Um, and a lot of people don't understand that. <sighs> is that my nephew in the background? Yeah, so I wanted I started recording when I thought about the fact that a lot of us confuse sex and love. Um and early I was talking to one of my friends and she was saying that she admires my relationship because she can see our friendship, not just a marriage. Which made me realize the the most important 
part in a marriage is friendship. When we stop being friends, we damn near got a divorce. <laughs> because we, yeah, we literally hated each other because we were picking on each other because I wasn't perfect and he wasn't perfect. Because, you know, the longer you spend time with somebody, the more flaws you're going to see because none of us are perfect. So when we meet people that are so good for us so we fall in love, we think that they're perfect. And the more time we spend together, we realize they're not. And then you pick on me for not being perfect. I pick on you for not being perfect. And then we damn near break up or we're going to come together and focus on what's good. Now, if we was friends through all that shit, we would never ever, you would never hurt your friend feelings. You would never tell your friend, hey, friend, you know, I'll, you would be careful about how you deliver shit to your friend, but we kind of hold our lovers to different standards. And why do we do that? Because they're supposed to know better. Mm. Supposed to. That's the problem. That's what fucks us up most in life. What we're supposed to be. That's the problem. It's no supposed to shit. It's just, that's what we think. We're, we're actually supposed to do it for ourselves. If we're going to talk about supposed to, um, a lot of us, mm-hmm, a lot of us take love, any type of love, because we don't have the capacity to give it to ourselves. A lot of us have empty spaces from where our mothers didn't love us enough. Now, maybe some by choice, maybe some of them just didn't have the capacity. I don't see a, a, a woman, a mother being a mom now. I don't see a mom not giving love to their child unless they felt like they, they weren't, they were not, they didn't have the capacity to do it. So it's an understanding, I guess. Why is it sometimes people so easily give love to other people and can't give themselves that same love? Because we don't see ourselves worthy. If nobody, a lot of us haven't been confirmed. So if nobody says, oh my God, you're worth everything. Some of us, some of us have no clue. So if we can pour it into everybody else because we can see their worth, but we have no clue what we're worth. It's even me. Like I, I talk my shit and I do my shit, y'all, but I, I probably doubt myself. Twice as much as y'all see me or hear from me, just to be honest. But it's because I'm human. I be forgetting that and I be mad at myself for being human. But we got to give ourselves grace. Um, But we have to learn that. I think great people being honest about where they fucked up at and, and what they did right and wrong is a great starting place for everybody. Because when we see great people like our parents and famous people, when we see them and they're not and it looks like they've had an easy life. We think that life is supposed to be easy versus you see your mama lose her job and then go get a whole nother job and keep y'all shit together without y'all getting evicted. The lights might've got turned off for a day, <laughs> but y'all did, you know, y'all didn't have to leave. That's different. That's, 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 that, that teaches a young girl that, Hey, if when I get grown, if I lose my job, it's okay. I can just keep going. I can figure something out. I don't have to lose my shit versus the girl who saw their mama never saw her sweat. If she loses, yeah, her lights get turned off. She gonna fucking lose it. She ready to fucking jump off a bridge or something. Yeah, or you out this bitch starving to death because you your pride won't let you get food stamps. When your mama had food stamps, she just ain't tell your ass she had food stamps because it wasn't your business. (laughs) But your pride won't let you get them because you had no clue that's how you survived. You're shitting me. You better by any means necessary (laughs) get whatever you gotta get till you can get until you don't have to get it. Like. I've been there many, many years. I missed those food stamps. Used to get them on the 22nd. <laughs> but once you get married, if, you know, even married people can get them. But once you make a certain income, then you, you know, you're not, you can't get them. But that's okay. Cause that means you can eat. Um, but I don't want anybody listening to feel like they're less than cause they get food stamps or they get government assistance. And at the same time, I don't want you to think that that's, that's it. You can still have more. Um, because I do believe sometimes we limit ourselves because when I had food stamps, what I was getting like three forty a month, that was my grocery budget. 
And that was dumb as hell because, damn, I don't have no money for groceries. But really, I could have just spent my, my money on groceries. But in my mind, that was my budget for groceries because that's what they gave me as a budget for groceries. So it kind of puts it in your head to live a certain lifestyle that you don't have to settle for. Not everybody now. I'm just saying. Just somebody might be listening needs to know that if you think differently, you can get differently. And to not just settle for that for the rest of your life. Because I know women old enough to be my mom who were comfortable in it. That's your business. But they would say, oh, I wish I had did this, wish I had did that. So don't let your comfort keep you away from what you, you, you know, your dreams or what you want. Yeah, you can't grow in comfort. <sighs> Unfortunately not. And it's so funny because, y'all, when you get the nice house and cars and everything that you want, you'll be there and then and then you'll be blown because you'll still find discomfort because your 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 body is your home. It's not where you are physically. It's your peace of mind. Um, it's your peace of mind. Because if your peace of mind ain't right, and you can have 3,000 square feet, five-bedroom house with 12-foot ceilings. And you're not, if you don't have peace in your heart, you won't be able to stay there. If it's not peace in the home, if it's chaos in the home. Versus a six, you could be in a 400 square feet room. If it's love there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like... Feel good. You can spin, you can hit a cartwheel in that bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so it's not about um, material things. Um, although I know it's easier to say that when you don't have it. Because when I was broke and fucked up, that's all I could focus on. I need a car that that ain't raggedy. I need uh, <laughs> a home with more than one room so my kid can have her own room. And then when I got it, I need a yard. So it's like, I don't know if it's human nature for us not to be satisfied. But I just, at this point, I feel like you can, you can have peace wherever you are if you decide to. Yeah. And that's what I need to, I, that's the... A lot of times when I talk to y'all and talk to other people, I'm talking to my motherfucking self, y'all. I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. Need to hear it. Yeah, and it's when I speak, and these aren't thoughts that I sit around and think of, and oh, I can't wait to get them out. My mind is constantly going. I am literally researching 24-7. Um, um, that's just the way my mind works. When I'm not clocked in making money, like I feel like I should be learning something. I don't know how to relax either, y'all. Okay? Uh-huh. I don't know how to shut this off. How do I make it stop? Right. And it's horrible. Like, I'll take an off day, but my mind can't shut off. I remember crying to my grandma. I'm like, why can't I stop thinking? I keep saying, yeah. <laughs> she's like, girl, she just laugh at my ass. And it's so funny because um, she said, one of my cousins, like, you can't take her batteries out? <clears throat> and then I asked her more recently, how come she didn't put me on Adderall or Ritalin or something? Like, don't you, you don't think I got ADD? <laughs> she laughed at that. Of course. Of course I know that. She said the people know it too, but I but if I let them diagnose you, you would have had to take medicine. And I didn't I didn't want to risk you being like a zombie. Right. For the rest of your life. Right. And part of me wanted to be like, cause at first, like I could have what could I have accomplished? But now it's like, bitch, look at all you've done. You literally got two whole storefronts. Bitch, shut up. Like you've accomplished so much. You got you literally got like five businesses going, a a podcast, a book you about to publish, a couple more books that can be published. Like you're brilliant and I'm it, it made me realize that the ADHD shit is a superpower. So anybody listening, if your kid has ADHD, give them creative outlets, give them books to read, uh, things to draw on. Like, get your kids' birth chart so you can see what they're really good at and what they're really interested in, and give them that shit. Give them somewhere to put all their energy. Not to say you're wrong for putting your kid on medicine, but try some try something else if you can because it can fuck them up. All the guys that I knew in school that was taking Adderall, a couple of them in and out of jail. I know some girls. Uh, <laughs> Who took it too, but they work at Hooters. So it's just like, 
you don't want your kids to be addicted to the medicine or any of that. So just try whatever you can. Creative outlets are... Um, <clears throat> a lot of us have spiritual gifts as kids and we don't know it. I was probably hearing stuff and knowing stuff that I shouldn't have been knowing. Not knowing how I know it. But it's always simple things. <sighs> Life. Right, it's just so much. Yeah, and this whole eighth house. Okay, so back to this eighth house, Scorpio energy. So my moon is in the eighth house. And if you Google it, it'll tell you you probably have a mother that's an, a drug addict or um, abusive or something crazy. Something a mom is just an issue, a mother issue. They said it's the worst place for the moon to be. <sighs> My mom had eight kids, and guess how many of us got the moon in the eighth house? Oh. Me. I don't have Brandon's chart. I'm missing one of our charts, but I'm the only one, and I think it's because it hurt. I ain't going to say it hurt me the most, but it hurt me the most. <sighs> ah, I, I choose like that and we not. Um, no, no, no. It hurts me. I think the trauma from our mother not being present. I can't say that it hurt me the most. It hurt all of us in different ways, but I think I may express it the the most. I don't think nobody talk about it. I think y'all hold it in. But me, I I was vocal about it. About it. I used to curse at her and fuck with her yeah. about it. Like. <laughs> well, I was a baby, so yeah, you was just a baby, so you feel more like you missed out on what could have been, and I do too. So it's like I can't say who it hurt the most, but like I used to talk bad about my mama, you know, and it, but I was born with cocaine in my system, so maybe physically, and then I was born with a birth defect too. My whole back was open, my spine was open when I was born. I still have an elongated spine. Nobody would know it unless I sat in your lap. Um, and put my legs up a certain kind of way. I know that might be too TMI, but this is some serious shit. Because I have to let you know that God's been with me since day one. People with the birth defect spina bifida, you can Google it. You're either you're born paralyzed or mentally retarded. And there's nothing wrong. I'm a little retarded now, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with me, you know. And I play sports, and I but I have back pain now. I don't know if it's correlated, but so it it may have affected me physically more than anybody. I ain't no may have. It's not a doubt. Nobody else had physical, physical um, proof of an ab- abusive mother or a mother who abused drugs. And I don't mean to just put her out like that or talk about her like that because she was so much more than that. And I have to say all of that. She was brilliant. Like she knew Spanish and English. She had a degree, a psychology degree from a school in California. Um, she was so beautiful. She was so sweet. Like it was so much good about her. Like the motherfucker could fix a car. I know it may, you hear mechanic or woman fix car and you think it is ogre looking bitch. But no, you've seen me and my sister. She's just as beautiful as us. She would not. Only reason you would know is because her her hands might have been dirty because she was going to wash them from the car. But she was so gorgeous and she had long, beautiful locks. I don't, they weren't beautiful me then because they were free form. But my mom was so much more than a drug addiction. And just like, I'm not the only person whose parents were in the 80s trying the shit that they put out here for them to try. Probably 85% of people listening to this try drugs right now. Like, I smoke weed, okay? But I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure there's somebody who tries all kind of shit because it's fun not knowing the effects that it could have on you in the long run if you were to get addicted or the effects that it could have on your children. Now that I'm I'm the age that my mom was when she had me and went, um, when my dad died, he was 32 when he was killed. I'm 33 now. Now that I'm in my 30s, I have them... I have to show my parents so much more respect. Just like anybody else with living parents. You grow up and become a parent and you see what the sacrifice was. 
Like you can't think about who you want to be, what you want to be. It's them. What's up, Johannes? What's up, baby? What's up, baby? <laughs> Why you got to put your girl voice on? Because you're on the phone with me. Come on, because you playing. Yeah. Um. That's my nephew, her baby. Even though we're on FaceTime, she's not here. He's trying to get over here with me. And I let the kids interrupt because this is real life. Um, and anybody listening might think that they can't do shit because they got kids around. Bitch, do it anyway. Fuck it. Do it anyway. Because that's what we be doing. And there's no rules to this shit. Like, I remember growing up, like, in Oprah, thinking one day I want to be like her. I'm going to get this production company to sign me. And now it's 2022. Nobody has to sign you. You pick up your phone and you go. And that's what we're doing. We're not, you know, excuses or results. So anyway, this... This eighth house moon. So if you want to know what your moon sign is and all that, you can you can go to thealchemistacademy.com. That's my website. And you can book a reading with me. And we can talk about it one-on-one. Or you can go to astroseek.com or astrofuture, astromatrix. It's a million websites that do free birth chart readings. Um, and a lot of them that will interpret it for you. I like astromatrix. They'll interpret every fucking line. But if you need a real life human to do it or you want me to do it, you can just like sign up for it. I've got time for that. <laughs> but yeah, this eighth house moon is supposedly the worst place for the moon to be. That's the position I have. Um, <sighs> but it's okay. It's a, it, because it's it's a powerful placement too. It allows me to see right through everybody's bullshit. Um, it allows me to be open to specialized knowledge that I would have otherwise let fear keep me from. Like the conversation we're having about the birth chart reading. Um, birth charts are so significant because it literally pinpoints... The 12 different aspects of your life. Um, the planet. It's like, it's amazing. You have to see it to believe it. But the original Bible had an astrology in it. Um, I think the King James Version actually has something about astrology. There's there's things that say to not fool with it. And there's things that say that you should. But I just want you to know, when they looked for Jesus, the three three wise men, they followed a star. So if astrology, if the star, why were they following a star if the star can't tell you anything? Just think about that, okay? Um, fear is not of God. We learn that as Christians, yet we don't do our own research because somebody told us that it was evil. Um, but I do want to say, don't. I'm not into looking into the future because if you don't have, it can scare the shit out of you because things are going to happen. So you create future. and you could you could agitate that future. You could prolong it. You could fuck something else up, trying to throw it off. Like all I know is I don't. It caused me anxiety to to see that. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I did my solar return chart and I saw uh 22 degrees and I was heard that I heard that was the killer be killed degree. So I just knew I was gonna fucking die for my birthday. <laughs> I'm so stupid. 2022, right? Um, but what happened was I called my friend. She laughed at me. She said, "No, you're gonna have trouble with friends because it was in my 11th house." She was like, "And it's gonna be like." concrete shit it's gonna really be the end or the beginning whatever so you gotta be serious about that you'll be to yourself a lot and somebody that you love might lose somebody that they love and that was hurtful to hear too but on my birthday my daughter lost her grandma so there was it's 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 real and you don't want to cause yourself unnecessary anxiety so as an a future astrologer astrologer in training i will say that don't go dibbling dabbling in the future um not without someone with specialized knowledge. I recommend Shady Sheryls on IG. I'll be tagging her and stuff. She knows what she's doing. Um, yeah, you just want to 
or do I don't know. I don't know. Every time I've done readings, it's it just for myself, it it confirms what I already knew. Now when I've done it for my friends, because I haven't I've only done people close to me, it's brought out things that I wouldn't even knew. They weren't even gonna talk to me about. Um, but the cards kind of brought it to the forefront. So a lot of times they'll bring out things that you don't want to address, but that it's really bothering you or, you know. Get read every time, so. Yeah, I get I read without cards. The cards are just for decoration. It's for my girls who be saying, I'm going to New Orleans to get a read. I don't want you to do that because you can't. I mean, nothing wrong going to New Orleans and there are good girls down there, but it's also not so good girls down there. So you want to be careful where you go and who you who you dibble and dabble with. So when I found out my kids, like TikTok is telling kids to look up their birth chart and their big three and use tarot cards. I had to learn more about it because my kids are into it. But I don't want to be ignorant and tell them that it's not real or be ignorant and tell them that it's the devil worship because that's ignorant as fuck to just say that about a tool. Crystals are tools. Are they magic? I don't believe so. I believe people are magic. If you see a green crystal and you said, this is going to bring me money when I wear it, guess what? When you wear it, it'll bring you money because you declared and decreed that that crystal right there had the power. Because you can have a crystal, if you don't know the power it holds, how can you even how can you even tap into that energy or recognize it? You know what I mean? But but I've done research and, and like they used to have rubies and diamonds in their ear and different stuff because they do carry a vibration. So they do work to a certain extent. They amplify what you have. They amplify, right. So my thing is, you got to know your magic. You got to know if you were made in the image of God, then that means you've got God-like powers. So use them. Like, you've already been doing that. Like, your life is what it is because you probably don't talk that shit up. <laughs> and it's okay because I did the same thing. But um, once you recognize your powers to sabotage or make your life better, purposely do it. Align yourself up with things that are favorable speak things that are favorable try not to say i don't want such and such and say i do want whatever the opposite is <laughs> mm. instead of being um anti-war be pro-peace because the universe doesn't hear anti or war here yeah here's anti anti is not good and war that's not good so all here's it vibrates that negative ass energy bag but pro and peace are both good words so when you wish people well you want to wish them well, and that's it. You don't want to say, "I hope nothing bad happens to you," because that sounds. Uh, that's I hope. That's bullshit. I hope I wish you well. No, you couldn't. Yeah, and a lot of us we don't know no better, and we just be talking. But it's crucial. It's important. Um, they call it spelling for a reason. They say you put spells. Like, and it's so funny how everybody, oh, which is this and, and which is that, and like literally, people put spells on themselves every fucking day. You're gonna do more harm to yourself than anybody on God's green earth ever could. Your own thoughts will do more harm or more healing than anybody else can do to you on this earth. The things you feed your soul and your spirit. But they always point the finger. Of course we do. We can't take accountability. That's too much like, right? <laughs> it's so much easier to blame other people because you don't have to take action. They were wrong. But when you blame yourself, you it requires that you do something about it. And a lot of people are not ready for change or don't know how to change. But literally acknowledging... The problem is the first step. We say, okay, this ain't right. That ding, 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 you're on your fucking way. <laughs> Next step, reach out to somebody who can help you get past that. If if you feel like nobody close to you can, reach out to a stranger. Reach out to me. Um, I have some girls that I'm 
encouraging to become life coaches. Really, like our whole community need to turn into life coaches. We need to be coaching each other through this shit. Uh, and I don't know if I'm not made to do it, but literally they say in order you give to receive, right? So I'm constantly pouring out compliments and love because that's what I want. I see, I acknowledge your beauty. I tell you that. Not that I want people to acknowledge mine. I can't help it though. I'm low-key like gay. I just love beauty. Like I love women. I love that we're all shaped different. I love facial features. Like, but I have Venus really close to my um first to my north node, which is my destiny. That's some more astrology talk. But Venus is the planet of love and stuff, and I have it really close to my physical body and in my twelfth house. So subconsciously I'm thinking about it. Um and I know weird way it's just everything's so beautiful to me <laughs> i can see and then i have a libra moon so i can see the good and bad and everything i can see the beauty and the ugly and everything like when i was doing photo shoots i used to like getting really pretty and then the background be fucked up like an abandoned something you know because it just stands out even more mm. But yeah, we'll talk more about astrology i just want to talk about that little eighth house moon thing and encourage you guys to get your birth charts so you can find out more about yourself and your relationship with your parents, living or dead. Because a lot of times we won't admit it when they're toxic in our lives. Um, or when they are a blessing in our lives. A lot of times we look at our... Even toxic parents come through sometimes. I want y'all to know that. If you got living parents, <laughs> I've seen it up close. <laughs> Don't push them out your life. They're human too in this fucked up ass world. They're just learning just like you are. They just trying... Or not trying because they don't want to fuck up. You just give them grace. Okay? Yes. Did he just say, okay? <laughs> Ain't nobody talking to you. Yeah. But we're going to wrap this little episode up. That was like 25 minutes. I just wanted to catch that little conversation. Because every time me and my sis get on the phone, um, it's some good shit. She always, she's the one sibling that she be on the astrology shit too. So I had to capture that because that was fun. And um, yeah. Until next time, guys, follow us on Instagram at Alchemy with Asia Z. And just like the title. and Or you can just follow my regular Instagram, A-J-I-A-Z. I have one of those too. It goes back a few years. So if you want to do research, learn more about me, it's all on my social media pages. Um, And I think that's it. That's it for now. You guys have a blessed day, okay? Okay. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles, your little poodle. <laughs>